0: Now back to your tech report. We
1: are back on your tech report. Thank you guys so much for being with us each and every single week. So excited to be talking all about the Apple event earlier this week, Mitchell. um, So many things to get to. I ha- I took so many notes. I took a lot of notes. I'm, I was a note taker. I was. <laughs> I a took mental notes. i a note taker. Well, you know, then I realized as I'm taking my notes, I'm like, I could just find all this stuff online afterwards. It's really not a. Not a big Where do you start? Where do you start with an event like this? Number one, we've talked about rumors before. One of the things that kind of blew my mind this week. This is my biggest takeaway, okay, from this Apple event. Okay. And we know yeah. you guys who are just tuning in and have been sleeping under rocks all week. Uh, iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Plus. Then we've got the iPhone uh, 14 Pro and the Pro Max. Of course, we got new AirPods, AirPods Pro version two and we've got a new Apple Watch for Series 8 and an Apple Watch
0: Ultra. Okay, that's the summary, and, guys. and And the new SE, so technically we have three new Apple Watches, new AirPods, and four new phones, right? So, here's my biggest takeaway.
1: Okay. Got a couple of big takeaways, but we'll go with one. My yeah, biggest takeaway it. is that there were a bunch of leaks about the pill shape cut out in the screen, and right. everybody knew they're still, to this day, because technology is just not there yet, there's no way of concealing all this sensors and all this stuff behind the screen. So there has to be some kind of cutout, which Correct. is why we had the notch and the notches. So we knew as of only a couple days before that it was going to be this pill shape. It really wasn't. It hadn't leaked till about less than a week before that it mm-hmm. was going to be this full pill. Some people thought it was gonna be a small one, then a little hole.
0: Or two That's of great. them,
1: a pill and then a, and a punch. Yeah. yeah. But what no one, no one knew or even thought of or even prognosticated was the fact that apple would find some kind of unique way to not only take that pill and make it useful but turn it into a whole new
0: user experience i you know what mark you just nailed my takeaway for the entire event i what do they call it the dynamic island island. what is it called (laughs) the dynamic island The the dynamic island um i to me It was the single most interesting part and the single most powerful part of the entire event because what they did was like you said maybe other companies have found a way to just put a single punch hole yeah but apple's technology using using the laser using infrared using all these different camera systems to unlock face ID, you know, they need extra space they can't have a punch hole at least for now so what do they do they made this new pill cutout, something that's integrated into how they message information how you get information how the pill grows into a notification and shrinks back down in effect what they did was they took this thing that otherwise would have been a blank space on your phone, yeah and made it part of the experience so you no longer think of it as an empty space. You think of it as your notification area now. Yeah. It's genius. It's a complete misdirect, taking away, oh, no, no, no! this isn't a notch. This is your notification area. And they did it so well that that's what I think of it as now. I don't think of it as an empty space. an empty space. And no, I think it's useful. that is absolute genius.
1: No, and they could have hit it. They could have left the notch up where it was and hit it there, but they really took advantage of it. And, and some of the examples so I saw were, for example, you're playing music. You'll see the waveform pop up and the album art in it you'll see um, uh, you know your if your phone if you're on a phone call you'll see the notification there um, if you have more than one thing active it'll slide up next to it in a round circle yep. like so many use cases or really, go into
0: a square or, or going into a square nice right little,
1: nice little rounded square and we yep. really we're not gonna know really how it's integrated and whether their developers can take advantage of it until we get our hands on these devices but it, it just another this is almost like a one more thing from Apple that really caught everybody by surprise and everybody went, oh, my God, that is so brilliant. And no one even thought about it. And when you think about it, the fact of the matter is, is they've had since the iPhone 10, right, since that nachos existed to come up with ways to take advantage of that space.
0: And, and let's think, think of it this way, Mark. We talk about, you know, you said, you know, one of the surprises, things that we didn't hear about and this goes to what you're able to keep quiet and what you're not able to keep quiet. When yeah. you have so many different parts of a supply chain for making a device, for making a phone, okay? You have different companies that make the chassis, that make the glass, that make, well, they make their own processor now, but there are so many different things at work. You know, what is it? Uh, Broadcom that makes their actual- uh, their the actual modem. The actual chip itself, yeah. right? So there are so many different people and companies involved. It's very hard to keep those things. When it comes to hardware, it's very hard to keep a secret, but when it comes to software, something that Apple does exclusively in-house, they can still give us great surprises. We may we may know what kind of camera it is. We may know the size of the device. We may know that, you know, there are so many aspects that can be leaked, but we can still be surprised on the software end because that's something that Apple can keep completely within their own walls. There's no outsourcing. When it comes to that sort of information, that's completely in-house. And those, honestly, those are the areas we are going to be surprised because those are the only areas that are not shipped out to somebody else.
1: Yeah, it really it really did blow my mind. I really I hope that it's available to developers so that people can use it. Oh, it has to be. Um, has I know me. it has to be. They obviously couldn't talk about this at like, Worldwide Developers Conference and stuff, right? Because they wanted to keep it under wraps. So I think we're going to see a lot of that stuff unveil itself. Um, another thing that kind of caught, not really caught me by surprise, um, I mean, I guess the other standout takeaway from this, this Apple event was the addition of emergency SOS via satellite, which... Right. Funny enough, I've been talking to different people about this, and to me, I first said, "Ah, this is no use for me. I'm never out hiking and stuff like that. But then I remembered a story from way back when, when I was driving, we were, you know, Montreal's pretty close to the U.S., so you can cross the border. I remember one day we decided to drive to Albany to go shopping, and it was late at night. We were like, ah, let's go for the night. And we went, and we were in a stretch of highway in the mountains for about an hour where there was no cell phone reception. Oh, yeah. There was no, nothing. And I was literally rubbing the car. Trying to give it good vibes because we're that low on gas. And I finally found an exit and we got off and we we got gas. But there are so many use cases that people who might throw this and dismiss it out the window might think of. And that's exactly it. And especially in the U.S. where cell coverage, I know in major dense areas, it's great. But once you get out of those dense areas, there's sometimes stretches where you go for 30, 40 minutes and you've got nothing. So a, a, a service like this does actually have some pretty good value. And I'm curious to see what stories we hear about the use case once it's actually out.
0: Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a literal lifesaver for people to get in situations where they find themselves, like you said, without coverage. And, you know, even in major metropolitan areas, like you're saying, even in major forget about Albany, New York, OK, which is not a big city, not a big town, a lot of rural areas around central and western New York um, and even eastern New York. But even in densely populated areas, Los Angeles where I live, it's there are these pockets that you go through, like you said, where there's absolutely zero coverage and it really doesn't matter what carrier you have, there's gonna be zero coverage. So I, I, think you, I think it's going to be literally a lifesaver. The only thing was that we're gonna have to wait until November until this service is activated, I believe they said coming November for the actual satellite service. So we know the tech is in the phone I think we have to wait to see on the software side and on the receiving side what is going to be activated in November or maybe making deals with the satellite companies that, you know, companies that have these satellites in the air. Uh, I don't know what they're what they're waiting for for, you know, for November, but I'm not – I'm correct, Mark, of,
1: Maybe it's the sake of um, – maybe it's the sake of just, you know, announcing something that they wanted to get it but made it, make it public so they can more thoroughly test it or something like that. Maybe right. it's something like that where they just wanted to announce it and it's just not available yet. Right, um, gotcha. I mean, yeah, the other the other thing that kind of struck me odd, I guess it just ties down to supply chains, but, you know, the day of the event, so this was on the 8th, right? Uh, no, on the 7th. 7th, yeah. We were able to immediately order the new Apple Watch Ultra, which we'll get into in a moment. Correct. Uh, but everything else was available for pre-order today, or the day we're recording this, so the Friday on the September, what are we, September 9th, but delivery, yeah. for for example, for the iPhone pros um, are both the 16th so a week from a week from now the iPhone 14 plus is october 7th
0: you, you, you know what mark <laughs> this is purely like we're talking this is all this supply, is supply, jail, supply I guess, chain right this is them prioritizing their assets uh prioritizing all the chips everything that they need to make these beautiful devices uh to the phones that they know are the most popular right now yeah uh they're you know adding back the plus size phone for a non-pro model is new for the last few years yeah so this is i'm sure i'm sure it's going to do well but they know they want, it. they want to make sure their bread and butter customers, their bread and butter sellers are covered. First, to me, it's just purely a supply chain issue. They have a limited amount of chips, a little amount of glass, limited amount of aluminum chassis they can use or aluminum back in the day when Aluminium Johnny was in charge. Yes, uh, aluminum, beautiful aluminum chassis. Uh, so I think this is purely that, them allocating resources toward their, their biggest sellers first. Um, but let's go back to, you know, let, you know we're doing the things a little bit in, in a mishmash order because, of course, they started by talking about the watches. And, and by the, the, the way, they went on for nearly, what, 20 or 40 minutes oh, on the yeah, watches? it was, a long, time. It was they, a long time. Then they went to the AirPods, the new AirPods Pro. Then they went to the four new phones. But we're starting, you know, we're going a little bit with the phones what do you think about them bringing a larger size, the 6.7 inch non pro model of the iPhone? They, they got away from the mini and went to a maxi, basically. And the naming ethic for the 14 non pro, we're going back to the plus. But for the 14 pro big phone, they're still staying with the max. Yeah. So what do you think of them bringing it back? And what do you think of them the, going back it's to the old retro a,
1: naming convention? It's definitely getting more uniform. I think it makes sense now, right? Because they're yeah. the, the regular size and the pro or sorry, the max or the plus size are the same size phones. They're right. literally the same size as a little bit of a weight difference, a little bit of a marginally different, like 0.01 of a of a of an ounce yeah. here and there. Um, I think it makes sense. I think it, it's starting to kind of fall back into place in terms of expectations. Um, plus versus max. I don't know. I guess because people already associate the max with this super high end phone that's made, you know, people who want pro res and all this video capabilities. Why not keep the name? You know, why not keep the name for familiarity? Whereas on the on the iPhone regular side, this is almost like, I find the iPhone 14 and the 14 plus should almost be like the 13. Like it's still really, you might as well just still call the 13 and the 13 plus. Like I find it not that much of a difference feature wise to name it necessarily a 14. And then you look at the 14 pros and you're like, okay, that's where it fi- I find it a little bit
0: confusing yeah this i mean this this year is a little bit odd it feels kind of like an s year and by an s year for people that don't understand what i mean when i'm saying that is you know apple had these releases where they'd have a phone then the s model the next year then the next phone after that was the really leap forward the s year was always considered a minor leap as opposed to just a big number would be a big leap well they did both they did the number and you know they did to me it's more of like an s maneuver in terms of this year's phone this iteration of phones um let's let's let people know first of all what they did with the 14 the 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 new iphone the non-pro models the 14 and the 14 plus are now using the exact same processors as the 13 pro line from last year so what you're getting on the inside Mm. and i'm not talking about everything i'm talking about the processor the main thing that drives the experience on your phone is the pro chips from last year's 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max. That's the chip that is now being transferred. It's not a new chip. They're taking, la- and I think this is kind of a smart thing because basically you're getting a 13 Pro phone minus the you know, third camera for what, 799 what? 799 and $899 respectively and or something 8, like 7 that? Is that the price point is? Yeah. Are you looking at it now or? Yeah, I am. Yeah. $799, um, so you're uh, no, no, I didn't know if you were looking because so, I was gonna look. So, I mean, you're getting the, the Pros from last year at a steeply decently discounted rate for this year in the 14 line, except you're not getting the camera system. So you have to sort of decide, and you know what? It's kind of smart on Apple's part, Mark, because I always say every year, you know, they're forced to come out because of the the new way that everyone's putting out devices. They're forced to put out a phone every year. Every year they put out the best processor ever, the Bionic, the 12, the 13, the 14, the 15 Bionic chip. So every year they put out this new chip and we always say they haven't even scratched the surface of the potential of the previous year's chip. And they're putting out a new and they're putting out a new chip so it's kind of smart of them to put in the top chip of last year into the lower end phone of the new year it's a brilliant marketing thing and now we get to sort of see what the potential those chips really are
1: yeah and with the um uh hang on a second and with the se we're looking at 400 price point five six seven eight nine. And a thousand dollar price point so we've got like seven price points here yeah. depending on what phone you want so really there's a phone for every single budget and there right. are carriers that are going to be giving away phones you know in certain cases too so i think that great it definitely feeling, yeah. it definitely fulfills the the needs for for everything going on here, you know in terms of what everybody wants
0: and i mean i guess we need to talk a little bit about the camera system because i think at this point i've always said you know companies the first company that waits a year to release something and puts out a phone every two-year would win. But at this point, I don't know that's really true because if everyone else continues to put out something new every year and you don't, you look like you're lagging behind. But every year, the one thing they can tweak and they can change is the camera system. So this year, they I, I guess it's the first time they're putting actually uh, a large pixel, a quad pixel, what is it, 48 megapixel quad pixel uh, camera yeah, as the main 48 camera? 48 megapixel. Huh? 48 megapixel, yeah. but it's a quad pixel because it has it's like divided into four. Yeah, it uses it's it's c- like a g- It
1: divides each, I guess it, com- it combines each four pixels. Yes. Yeah, into like that. one
0: giant one. Yeah. yeah. So they had some weird name like 48 megapixel, quad pixel. It's crazy. Anyway, so this is like a huge departure from their typical because what they've been doing is they've been using a large pixel 12 megapixel sensor making you know the, the megapixels a smaller count than other companies have doing but they're making the actual pixels larger now they've gone to 48 keeping that same larger form factor and what it is able to do is take in a ton more light on the low end so one of the big things and i know they say this every year great low light photography but from what we saw from what we saw from the imaging uh the low light capabilities of this camera look incredible incredible uh the larger size more information better light that comes in of course you have the ultra wide you have the uh you know the the zoomed in camera oh, everything's escaping me now that i turned <laughs> 58. uh thank you very much so thanks birthday gods so i mean they the, the camera system obviously is improved we're getting better low light performance but are we getting enough to justify with this new phone, where the fast, Fastor is the 16 Bionic now, the A16 Bionic chip that's in the Pro models, and of course last year's, the, you know, the A15 from last year's for the regular models. Is it enough to justify a new purchase for the average consumer? Because I can tell you, average aside consumer, from reviewing no. this stuff, I mean, for me, in terms of what I'm personally gonna keep this year, I'm not getting a new phone for myself. Yeah. I'll get whatever, you know, I'll use whatever they send for us to try, but if I were a consumer, I don't know if this is the year that it forces me to go get a new phone.
1: Yeah, no, average consumer I, I think are, are are fine with what they have, or they if you've been waiting a couple generations, get a thirteen. You know, get a thirteen if they're still available, and maybe just the four entry level on the pro side of things. Yeah, you get a great camera. You get a you know up to two thousand nits of brightness, which is insane. Like it, yeah, it's it really is almost becoming a, just a, a camera, really more than a phone at the end of the day. Yeah. I think, to be perfectly honest, like with 4K at 24 frames per second. Let's take a quick break. I want to recap a couple of the other things that happened. We were talking about the Apple event. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marka Aflalo. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: There's more Your Tech Report after this. Now, back to Your Tech Report. We're back at Your Tech Report.
1: Thank you guys for being with us each and every single week. Mark Flallow and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Talking all about the Apple event as we wrap up this week's show. Happy birthday to Mitchell Whitfield, by the way. A oh, tender you, a friend. tender 22 28 years old earlier this week. Um, uh, I hope you celebrated well. I I'm sorry I couldn't show up with 50 balloons like I did last time for your yeah. 20th birthday.
0: You know what? You know what, Mark? I would rather tell people that I'm 60 and have them think I look great for 60 rather than okay. I look Okay, you're 75. For yeah, I'm the best-looking 75-year-old you will ever see. Although you know, I'm seeing some fantastic 70-year-olds out there. But yes, thank you, thank you for the love. I appreciate it.
1: Um, you know, uh, we talked about the we talked about the phones. I want to talk about the watches for a second. And you know, yes. the watch Series Eight. It's a little bit of an, a step up from the previous generation. Again, I don't think it's really a uh, a purchase-worthy upgrade from a Seven Series, even a Six Series. To be perfectly honest, the Watch SE is a nice entry-level device, I think, for kids. It's great because of the family-sharing method and the fact that it has GPS, so you can start tracking your kids a bit. But the the, the big announcement here was the new Apple Watch Ultra with Ultra. a brand-new design, rugged, 49 millimeter case, a new action button button on the left side that's customizable. Second speaker, increased volume, three microphones. I'm curious to see how those play out. I'm curious to right. see how the microphones and the speakers are. Um, you know, new bands, and it is compatible with the 44 and the 45 millimeter bands that are out there. So don't worry about you know having to go into a whole new ecosystem. You know, starting at $799, that's more expensive than some of the entry level iPhones. That's an
0: expensive device. You know, you just said something, Mark, that really sparked my imagination and my thought process. Would you like to know how? Because I'm going to tell you. I I would love to know how. I know you would love to know how. So I had somebody ask me, I had somebody call me up after the event. I'm sure like you, family and friends call you. Oh, what do you think? What should I get? We both get a lot of those because we do this. And I had somebody say, so why would I get this Ultra Watch? I'm like, well, first of all, if you live any sort of outdoorsy lifestyle where you are number one in extreme weather, whether you're outside, whether you're a hiker, a biker, a, a hardcore swimmer a skier um a mountain climber this really becomes a great it's ruggedized it's big the battery life is for a day and a half to three or four days depending on what power mode you use it in a lot of great things here much more durable the case is more durable so if you're if you're living that kind of life and you're know, the same people that would get like, like a g-shock watch right if you're the person kind of person that would get a g-shock watch because of how you live your life this is going to be the Apple Watch for you. I think that's a good, like, simplistic way of looking at it. No, so yeah, that's the other a great thing
1: way
0: to look is, at I mean, I mean, so and, and you just mentioned, you know, the new microphone system, uh, the new larger form factor. These are things that maybe in full, in total, this is not the device for everybody right now, but they're adding features that they could somehow individually put into future models, like the more multiple microphones for yeah. better for better hearing, you know, larger speaker, an action button. These are things that could be added to the current lineup in a not so giant phone in terms of thickness, For but they can add all these little features incrementally to see how people react to them and see which features people really like. So maybe not only a proof of concept, but also an experiment for what features they put in next to the traditional, you know, Apple Watch lineup. Do people really like the bigger screen? Like also what can materials? they do with that
1: right what can they do with the bigger screen what are people doing with the action button what are people doing with the improved gps are people diving with it like i always Correct. joke the fact that it must be someone in apple who's a diver and it's like oh it should be a diving watch let's add the features to it and, and that's why it came <laughs> right. to be but i mean i think it's a sexy looking device It definitely is. I ordered mine. I'm curious to see how it is. I'm curious to see if it's that much bigger, if it's that much heavier and bulkier. Like this watch, you know, the Series 7 is, these watches are not as small, you know, these are bulky watches in general, right? They're not the most tiniest watches and you know. Timepieces we ever had in our wrists. This one looks beefier and heavier, but it looks cool. Like it looks, it looks like you know, I don't know, like a like a modified GTI type thing. You know?
0: Yeah, if you're gonna have a big watch on your wrist, you know, this would be. It's it's great to have an Apple option, and I think Apple knows that. They want to incentivize people that even like I said, the people that like the bigger watches to get something like this and see if it's possibly for them. I want to keep in this. I want to keep in this Apple Watch, you know, talk for a second, a couple of takeaways, a couple of quick things that I noticed that I started to talk about with you and I said, oh, let's save it for the show. One of them was, I thought it was very interesting that with the new Series 8, uh, and even with the SE for that matter, they didn't mention screen size anywhere in the presentation. I think it's they the same. Never, usually they talk about it because I don't think it's changed. Yeah, I think it's but exactly the same But they never once design. mentioned the screen yeah. size, right? That was kind of interesting by its omission. The other thing was the new feature, uh, which was the temperature sensor on the wrist. And they they were talking about it in terms of, of tracking ovulation for women, which I thought was wonderful. And at the time, I thought, this is wonderful. You know, we're prioritizing, you know, the use for something that isn't for everyone, that's specifically for women. And I applaud Apple for that because a lot of companies I would think would go first for like a mass usage. No, they were targeting a way that women could use this watch. They always champion women using their products specifically making products for everyone. So I love the fact that this was how they talked about the temperature sensor, right? Talking about women tracking ovulation and all the advantages of that. But if you notice, the one thing they said was, that temperature sensor what they called it they didn't call it a thermometer they didn't mention anyone being able to track their temperature on their wrist because as we know the wrist is not the best place to take your temperature that's why people have been using oral armpit uh, rectal forehead ear different ways of taking temperature the, the the arm the wrist is not the way to do it but yeah. they mentioned a temperature sensor which means it's more designed for sensing changes in temperature yes. than your specific temperature so that's why i think they didn't call it a thermometer and they're not advertising is that maybe in the future they'll get closer to your actual body temperature using your wrist by averaging the average wrist temperature in comparison to your average temperature you know what i mean they're not there yet but i thought it was interesting for a lot of people that say why did they just choose ovulation as a way of tracking because it's meant to check track changes not necessarily core body temperature i thought that was pretty interesting
1: yep my, my last takeaway from the watch side of things is on the se side the starting price of 249 um, or even two ninety nine with a cellular. That's crazy. That's super, crazy. Cheap. That's super attractive for kids. <laughs> oh, like yeah. that's super super attractive for kids. So that's you know. Like, and for uh,
0: tracking your kids.
1: Yeah. For well, that's it. We're not for tracking your kids, but letting them set up the school and uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I know, know. I'm totally. kidding. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah. The only reason I say I joke about the tracking side is because you can't implant it in them. And I'd love to implant it in them.
0: Yet. (laughs) I've got the tools. I've had a lot of surgery. I have a lot of tools at home.
1: Okay. AirPods Pro, uh, second generation, new H2 chip, new low distortion audio driver, touch control, case, a speaker on the case. That's great. Apple Watch MagSafe charging. Wonderful. Lanyard loop. Very pretty. Available September 23rd. Biggest takeaway, uh, I guess, for them, the biggest selling feature is the adaptive noise reduction, which I really want to take out to like a shooting range somewhere. Unfortunately, I don't have anybody willing to subject themselves if it doesn't work.
0: (laughs) 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 I would go with you would you, to you, range you, you, you and try it out yeah, if, if try we out. Live on just, off the uh... sides of the continent i would definitely do it but yeah um, it's it's interesting you know the noise cancellation and how it applies to different situations it's always, it's always been like intriguing. is there a snoring feature <laughs> uh, oh yeah i know right uh, it's now now it needs to electric you, people to wake them up for they are snoring um, I, I i don't know i, I kind of i really went into this with an open mind and the the AirPods, I don't know if I had that wow factor for that. No. My wife definitely
1: wants them. Wendy wants them. My wife absolutely wants them because she she hers she's having problems with. And the right. fact that you can track them you know, just different ways is going to help her. But, yeah, I, I didn't have that same wow factor. However, I am looking forward to these features
0: making it to the headphones I do like, which are the Beats Fit Pro. Which is my everyday headphones. Oh, is it it's your everyday headphone? I love them. That is my everyday, not just for working out, the because comfort. they fit... Yeah, They actually fit. And you know what's here? Another thing that we at Your Tech Report, follow us at you know, yourtechreport.com, yeah, that's exactly. and on all your favorite podcasts if you're listening to us that way, and not on SiriusXM. Um, they didn't advertise something that I thought was really interesting, and they should have prioritized, because in the background, they usually have all the features listed on a giant screen that they don't talk about just to show. I noticed they added a fourth silicone, silicone tip. Yeah, extra small, right? an extra small yeah. they didn't mention but if you look quick if you look carefully in the background they showed a fourth silicone tip that was going to be included to customize the fit to your ear which i think is brilliant because to me the biggest issue with any airpod is still fit yeah. even though they have three think, different tips you could fit in i don't they think they did I'll not use, even I'll mention still, the fourth
1: tip no but i don't think i'll use them either but i think it would be great because my daughter really wants a pair of airpods and to be able to wear them with that small—that's that she—they always fall out from her because they're. How too do you big. not
0: mention that when it's a major yeah. selling point? When it's a major barrier to entry, I still the biggest barrier to entry is fit. So why would you not mention that? I thought it was very interesting. It's kind of strange.
1: Yeah, it is kind of strange. But, I mean, a good event overall. I think it was fun. I think there were some surprises that people didn't expect. I think the takeaways were really good. Um, And and we're going to be getting hands-on with these devices, whether we're sent them or not. I have a bunch of orders in. So over the coming weeks, do tune in to us, of course, here on SiriusXM, our podcast. And, of course, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash your tech report. Lots of exciting stuff. And it's, you know... The holiday season is rapidly approaching. We've got Google event coming up in October. Uh, we've got some Samsung stuff coming our way. We've got more DJI announcements coming up. So lots of fun stuff coming. So do stick around and do follow us um, everywhere. Uh, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Happy birthday. You know
0: what? You know what? After a big birthday celebration, I thought it was a big... It showed that I was a big person to even show up here at my age I appreciate that. without sleep. You know, But I love you, so I come here every week.
1: I do appreciate that. Well, on behalf of the birthday boy and myself, uh, thank you for being here. We'll catch you on our next episode. We become healthier, both mentally and physically,